Hi everyone, welcome to this mini-sode of We Are Movies. Um, if you're listening in real time, if you're one of our fans <laughs> that uh, keeps up with everything, then um, you would know that this is our first episode since the mass quarantining um, as a result of the coronavirus. So now more than ever, I think uh, podcasts have more value to people who listen to them and even more value to people who make them. Because uh, when you're stuck home, there's there's nothing better to do than to to you know platform yourself in a digital way. So this is it. This is podcasting. This will be the renaissance of podcasting. Um, and that <laughs> if you thought running out of toilet paper was going to be the worst part of this whole thing, uh, just wait. Um, but regardless, I am here, as always, um, with a recommendation, and um, this is, uh, I mean, this is a timely recommendation. Uh, it's, it is about a, uh, you know, I guess a virus, an apocalyptic sickness, in a way. <laughs> I'd be overdramatic. Um, but... Uh, it's also timely in the way that uh, this is a Korean film, and uh, Korean cinema is this haven of amazing, amazing movies. And um, I mean, if you ask any like any like you know finely tuned film bro or <laughs> or just like most like moderate movie buffs, a lot of them they're aware of the fact that some of the best movies made in the last century are Korean. Um, and you know, if, if you aren't a film buff, you probably still learned that recently when Parasite won best picture and Bong Joon-ho won best director and best screenplay. Um, and you might be curious now. So, um, I will have an episode coming eventually, uh, with somebody where we're planning on talking about a different classic Korean film. Um, but I'm going to talk about one that is uh, also widely available. It's on Netflix. Uh, so for everyone quarantining themselves, uh, this should be available to you. I'm pretty sure everybody has a Netflix account, right? Like everyone either has an account or or they're borrowing somebody's. Um, you, you have access to Netflix, odds are. Uh, so I highly recommend this movie. Uh, Train to Busan, which is a pretty popular movie in the horror community um odds are like if you're a big horror buff you, you already know this movie um and I'll, like i'll be completely honest with you i like i do love zombie stuff if you listen to my episode with louis michael on dawn of the dead you know that i'm a zombie movie fan um but you know in the last like in the last five to ten years that there's been kind of like a uh, an oversaturation of zombie content, and a lot of it's like really cheap, um, like later Walking Dead stuff, and um, uh, some of those, some of the the, the half-ass George Romero reboots. There was a new Day of the Dead that wasn't very good either. Um, Trade to Busan came out in 2016, and this is a movie that doesn't switch up the formulas or the rules that much like it is about it is fast zombies as opposed to the classic slow moving romero zombies uh these are you know 28 days later zombies 
or the Dawn of the Dead remake type of zombies. And, you know, yeah, we all have our preferences over the kinds of zombies we like. But uh, for this specific kind of movie, um, it it, it creates a certain uh, viscerality that I think is uh, important to this specific story. Um, you know, I always have a soft spot for classic Romero zombies, but uh, this movie's amazing. And so I don't care how fast your zombies go. In fact, it works better in this movie, probably because there are fast zombies. Um, it's, I, in my opinion, one of the best horror movies to come out in the last decade. Um, it is directed by Yan Sang-ho um, and stars a bunch of uh, Korean actors. Uh, odds are you've, you've seen a lot of them before. Um, like if you just, if you, if you have a passing knowledge of, uh, Korean film, or if you've seen like a couple, you, you see quite a few of them, uh, show up in this movie. Uh, one of the, somebody from Parasite's in this movie, the kid from Parasite, Choi Woo Sheik. Um, there's also, uh, Ma Dong Siak, uh, who I knew from, um, the good, the bad, and the weird, and um, he's actually set to be in the new Marvel film uh, Eternals. A um, lot of like recognizable faces in this movie, and it's just it's 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 a very simple setup, basically. Obviously, we've gotten out of the way that it's a zombie film. Um, it's about this uh, father. He's in the middle of a divorce, and he is supposed to. He, he's taking his daughter um to busan uh on a train as you'd probably have guessed <laughs> by now and uh it's really simple zombie outbreak starts happening on the train to busan and um th- th- there's just the way that the train functions in the movie is so genius how they play with things like oh you have people at the back and people at the front and in the middle there's zombies and the people at the back have to get to the people at the front and all these like really simple but genius um setups to different kinds of set pieces um it's just like it's it's like perfect genre filmmaking um when you just have these these like uh really dire um kind of hopeless uh situations but characters that are really engaging and fun and um i mean the main character of this movie is a flawed person like deeply and so the whole movie is sort of his you know it's it's a redemption arc for him um and and that redemption arc is very apparent early on and that's before the body count really starts ramping up um and it, this movie's ruthless with the body count. Like as people start getting picked off, you start to realize, like, oh, this isn't <laughs> this is more serious. This movie's not fooling around. Um, and um, there's a couple just jaw dropping moments in this movie, cheer worthy moments. I, I watched this alone in my apartment recently, and I stood up a couple of times just out of like just like this sheer guttural instinct to, to react physically to what I was seeing. Um, it just, uh, such a perfect tight movie that's constantly moving. I don't want to give up, uh, give away too much about this movie, but it's also just, uh, really emotional. The, the way that they, 
emotionally pay off um, a lot of the setups and the the relationship between the father and the daughter uh, is just really moving and so well done and um, I think leads to like an incredibly satisfying conclusion. Um, there, there's a couple things in this movie, like, um, just some annoying characters. There's one in particular that you're just like, oh, when, <laughs> like, when will this guy die? And, uh, the way that plot thread wraps up might be unsatisfying to some people. I actually thought it was really good. I thought it kind of made sense. Um, and maybe if I do like a full episode on this movie in the future, I'll delve into that. But, um, I want to keep this as a simple recommendation today. Um, while you're staying home, highly recommend Train to Busan. Um, it's one of the best recent horror movies, uh, such a entertaining, fast moving, emotional movie. It's, it's kind of everything you want in like a big budget, uh, action horror kind of film, you know, it's, it's, it's a popcorn movie at the end of the day, but like the most well-made one, um, I've seen in a long time. And, uh, I can't recommend it enough. Um, like I said, odds are, if you're like a horror buff, you've probably seen it, you've heard of it. Um, it's on Netflix. Go see it now if you have the chance. And, um, uh, there's also a sequel coming out soon. So that makes it even more timely. Um, see this movie before you see the sequel. If, if they end up releasing it, we'll see, (laughs) we'll see how everything pans out. Maybe they'll pull like, um, what they did with the interview, when everyone thought that Kim Jong-un was going to blow us up for releasing a movie, so they just put it online, and so maybe everything's just going to come straight to the streaming services. We'll get Fast and Furious 9 on Netflix, so <laughs> that's 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 probably the future. They're really just ushering us into the future that was already apparent. I mean, movie theaters were probably dying anyway, so now you can... We'll be able to watch stuff at home, and we can get regular-priced popcorn and Sour Patch Kids. So, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the movie experience is, is dying, but... Um, I don't know. Last time I was in a movie, I saw Ford v. Ferrari, and the senile old man would not stop, like, talking to his kid and naming the cars that were showing up. And I, I was like, dude, like, there's, <laughs> there's people in this theater. Uh... So no more of that if we do go to streaming. So that's the bright side. Um, I hope everyone is um, taking it easy during their quarantine. Um, I uh, hope everyone's uh, taking the proper precautions. I live on a college campus, so I've seen plenty of people not doing that. Um, I'm going to try to get as many episodes out as I can during this time. I maybe have some guests. We'll, we'll see who, um, you know, we'll, we'll do some one-on-one stuff maybe. Uh, there's going to have to be some rescheduling, though. The people I was going to have to drive a little ways to talk to, I don't think I'll be doing that uh, anytime soon. But um, more local people probably. We'll see how this uh, pans out. So uh, stay safe, stay healthy. Uh, watch a lot of movies and I will see you guys in the near future. Bye-bye.